Let's be honest, parenting can be messy and hard, but also so rewarding. In this podcast, we'll share all the ups and downs of parenthood, as well as share some of our favorite tips and tricks for parenting using both our experiences and expertise from our professional lives as a speech and language pathologist and teacher, but also our everyday lives as moms just trying to balance it all. We're so glad you could join us. Hello and welcome to And Then We Had Kids. I'm Jenny. And I'm Sheena. And we've taken like a bit of a unintentional summer hiatus. So now we're back. We did. Yeah. I feel like it's incredible to think that it's already like beginning of school year and of summer. Where did it go? I feel like I had wanted to be like refreshed and re-energized with summer And I feel like it flew by so quickly that I like never even caught my breath. Like, you know, working in education and the pandemic, it's very much felt like you're drowning and you're just trying to keep your head above water. And so you're a straight duck, like the visual of a duck or like calm above the surface and your legs are just like frantically around. Yeah. Um, Was super hopeful that like summer I could like catch up, catch my breath, finally like fully like get my head above water, maybe like do the backstroke or float a little. And no, you're still in like eight different life jackets and still asking for your help to stay afloat. Yeah. Well, I had, I don't even know if I shared this. Maybe I have, this is my brain. I like around spring break time, I had like a sweet mental breakdown about parenting and having kids and all that. And then I decided for summer, I was going to hire a sitter. So I had a sitter this summer for two days, like nice college nursing student. Um, but this was like a first of like leaving my kids alone. And my vision was like, I'm going to use these two days. I'm going to be so productive. It's going to be incredible. I'm going to get so much stuff done around my house. Um, I couldn't be at my house. My son, who is a big, sweet mama's boy, could not handle and still can't handle if I'm home and if my sitter's here, like he wants to be with me is attached to the hip. So like my projects that I had listed out and I had great intentions, all these grand plans that you had for yourself this summer, still a hot mess. My closet is exploding. Um, I did like work out though. That was like something I started and that has been like a game changer. Yeah. I've been going, if anybody, I mean, I missed in the, in COVID pandemic, like classes, like workout classes, I could not be one to like do it, do it at home on your own time, like just not happening. Um, and then when it became like, you can come back, but you have to wear a mask. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't do that. Um, so now I've been going to shred. If anyone out there is interested in like a workout class, shred is awesome. Um, but there's obviously like great workout classes, but that was like, for me, what the one thing that I did, but it's still crazy that it's yeah. mid August. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm also going to be so productive with this podcast. And like you and I are going to have, right. We had like all these grand plans to like get together, really like dive into some of this work and maybe that'll happen in the winter. It'll be more, (laughs) not so much wishful thinking. I know, but since we did chat last, we got to do something incredible that I actually didn't think like on my end I could make happen. 
I feel like you always knew you were going to, but like we got to travel together. We did get to travel together and like not just our typical Door County trips that we do typically every year, which by the way, my husband is still upset that we didn't go to Door County this year. And I was like, well, that's because we went to Scotland all together. We went on a Euro trip. Yeah. You have, I feel like, um, my husband and I got to like, enjoy this trip for you and your husband's birthday. You guys had this trip planned. Like even during COVID, you're like hopeful to do something. Right. And then with COVID happening, it didn't, your trip didn't. Yeah. Happen. So we were supposed to go a couple of years ago and COVID actually, you know, obviously happened and shut yeah. everything down. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, well, we have to go back. We went to Scotland. Gosh, this was probably like you went like four, five almost five years ago. It was like yeah. almost five years ago. Yeah. Um, my husband and I fell in love with the country. It's just the scenery is beautiful. There's also you can get like the city life aspect, which he and I are very similar like, in that we yeah. like either city life or we like the extreme opposite in terms of like country life and nature. Like right suburban life isn't really for us. I grew up in the suburbs. He <laughs> yeah. absolutely hates it, but like Scotland gives us a little bit of both of that. And so we really wanted to be able to go back. COVID put a wrench into the mix. Um, and then we were like, well, you know what? We're turning the big four O together. Hello. Um, why not do a big trip for, to celebrate our 40ths? And we didn't want kids and yeah. Why not bring some friends with our, you know, our siblings came with my brother-in-law. Um, my sister's husband was not able to join us, which I was still pretty, I'm still a little disappointed about, but I, I am going to drag him to Europe eventually as well. You should. Um, but yeah, like, and it was my sister's first time in Europe, my sister-in-law and her husband both lived there. So we were, um, excited that they didn't have to travel as far to meet right. up with us. Um, and then we got to bring a few of our besties. I mean, it was incredible. It was great. It was so much fun. I feel like, but truth be told, leading up to it, because like you said, this was no kids allowed trip. No kids allowed, which I have done before. You have. However, I've only been away from my kids for like a long weekend, like leave middle of the day, Thursday come back early Sunday. So like long weekends, a bit of a stretch. Yeah. So like, and you were still somewhat local in terms of like being in within the U S yeah. The farthest my husband and I went, um, this past year was Charleston. Like that was where we took our long weekend. And again, a very easy flight. If we needed to, like we could somehow find our way back home, um, relatively easy. So this was the longest stretch that I and my husband have ever been away from our kids. And because I, I made you leave the country for what, like, what was that? Like 10 days Ten days. Yeah. 10 days. Um, which I like, like that I say, I made you leave the country. I got to no, Yeah. Well, a little bit of you made, it was just a little nudging. <laughs> I wanted to go like, it was such like a crazy feeling of like, cause I've been, my husband and I, we've been to Europe um, before separately together. Um, and we, we have friends who live in Paris and the way you fell in love with Scotland is how I feel about Paris. Like I, 
wish I could go to Paris like every weekend. Yeah. You know, like I just love it. There's something about it that is like when I'm there, I'm like the happiest I can be. Um, other than being with my kids, love you, but no, truly like it's great. And so we, like I said, we have friends there. So when we were deciding of like, let's go to Scotland, I'm like, how about we also go to Paris? So my husband, but on top of that, (laughs) let's back up a little bit. So back up to around the holidays, Sheena is a great influencer on in many ways. And one of those ways is like who we follow on Instagram because like there's so much out there obviously you get flooded and dated and like sometimes overwhelmed with people and followers um a little do a shout out there is this woman her name's Rebecca her Instagram is everyday Parisian and so she knew you had followed her first and around the holidays she's Chicago based Chicago based a photographer like a photographer I love her photos I feel I like I can We're similar in age. Yes. Um, I just very like personal. how. Right. She's like very personable. Yeah. I met her at Wall Street Art Fair. You did? I did. What? Yeah. This what is like. You told me this. I swear I did. Yeah. So she was, I like okay. talked to her in a nice this. way. Um, but yeah, she was at Wall Street Art Fair this past year. Um, I think it was her first year having a booth there. But yeah, if you're looking for some like beautiful Parisian and she just recently went to like Italy and has like prints has, from yeah, Italy. Italy prints too in her in her print shop, which um well I'll I'll stick the link to her print shop in our notes. Just again, it's it's just someone that we both yeah like it's refreshing, someone local. Right. Yes. She like is just very real. She and I actually she doesn't know this because it's not like I've actually met her. I just follow her on Instagram, but we go to the same hairstylist. So oh, your hair looks great, by Thank the way. You. you just got it done. Just chopped wow. off several inches. Looks beautiful. So but anyways, so we follow Rebecca yes, on Instagram, everyday yeah. Parisian. And and around the holidays, they were doing she was doing a giveaway with a fellow friend photographer who lives in Paris who used to live in New York, I think. Yeah, she's like an American moved yes. out there, married a Parisian. Yeah. Also I'm, a photographer. I, I might be saying this wrong. I feel terrible. It's Katie Donnelly. Yep. Photography. So anyway, the two of them had paired up and said, like, let's do a giveaway around the holidays and you could win a photo shoot. In, in Paris. Paris. In Paris. So Sheena and I both like we both entered this we both giveaway. Enter. Who like I mean, how many Instagram <laughs> giveaways do I try? More than a handful. Right. Um, you and I and both won, have won collectively a few. We've things. won some other ones, but this yeah. is like a big one for us that we were super excited about. So and I get Jenny an email, won. yeah, like several. Well, not like the first prize, but like yeah. So I did it. <laughs> the second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever prizes were still phenomenal. Yeah. So I won a Paris photo shoot and I was like, oh my gosh, like how, first of all, amazing. Second of all, how can I get to Paris for this photo shoot this year? It had to be like during the summer. Right. There were some like stipulations around it, obviously. Um, and so they're like, let us know when you're going to be here. I'm like, let me figure out and talk to my husband first. <laughs> so Again, like we're like in the talks of like, maybe let's go to Scotland. I think we can make it happen. You know, you guys are starting to like look at flights. We're starting to like 
book things. I realized I need to like work out childcare. And then it was like, okay, like, how do we get to Paris? How do we tack on Paris? How do we tack on? So I was, my husband and I, we were able to go to Paris for the first weekend and we did our photo shoot there. Um, among also like seeing our friends, which was great. And so if you're ever in Paris or wanting to do a photo shoot, I highly recommend it. Um, it was just like a really cool experience that I definitely wouldn't have done right? if, like if I own. didn't win this. Um, but I do feel like moving forward in my life, if I can schedule a professional photo shoot, like for places that are meaningful and if like my family's there or like, it was just nice to like have new pictures of like just me and my husband. Right. Um, so it was, it in was in Paris in Paris. Yeah. So we got like bunch of photo, like a photo album. We got like a big blow up print coming our way. And then we got to like meet you guys in Scotland. So it was like kind of the best of both worlds for us. Um, I will say like, you know, we did a lot of planning ahead of time. Cause since you had been there, like you then wanted to like tackle some places that you hadn't been, um, but and yeah, because and this was like, was like cool. at that point, I'm like, I'm just going to go along for the ride. Whatever you right. have planned. Like, I'm I cool. remember asking everyone that was going, like, what are your must do's, your must see's? And everyone's like, I don't know. And so I was like, well, <laughs> then you're all going to do what the hell I want. And we did. And we did. And we did. It which was, was glorious. Yeah. So what were, so we missed, like, so we started in Edinburgh and my husband and I missed that part of the trip, which is like, Okay because it just makes me want to go back and like see yeah. that the city part that you were talking about we definitely yeah. got to experience more of like the countryside some of the smaller towns um so I was gonna see like what were some of the highlights from your perspective from Edinburgh specifically or the Scotland no, trip any, any part of the trip yeah um so the last time I went I was pregnant. Um, and Scotland is really like, for those of you that are hikers, Scotland is, um, has amazing, gorgeous hikes. And I'm not an avid hiker, but I enjoy light hiking. I'm with Um, you on that, which I think is why this trip also worked. Like it wasn't as if it was a group of like superstar. Like you're not going to see me backpacking (laughs) with like days worth of stuff and wanting to like pitch a tent and sleep in a tent. That is not how I roll. I well, am, you could in Scotland. You, you could. could do that. Yeah. But that's not how I roll. I am more of a glamping type. I need yes. my own mm-hmm. toilet and shower. <laughs> I yeah. need more than just a sleeping bag. Right. So like easy day hikes is totally my jam. And Scotland has like the perfect scenery for that. Right. Yeah. So I knew I wanted to do Edinburgh to get a little bit of the city. Um, I wanted my sister to see some like a European city and then like the more country, like scenic aspect in terms totally. of like, the mountains and stuff that I fell in love with Scotland the first time I went. And again, this was her first European vacation. So she's not been to Europe before. Um, So I, of course, love, I think people don't, like, if you've never been to Edinburgh before, you don't realize how hilly that city is. So yeah, you, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I walked up a big hill. Very giant hill. Yes. Um, And then a 
an additional like four flights of stairs to get to our Airbnb. Um, which by the way, was like the perfect location. It's right off the Royal mile in Edinburgh, which at one end you have Edinburgh castle, um, which was where we had stayed this time. And then at the other end is Holyrood palace. Um, and there's just tons to see and shops and places to eat. But the last time we went, I couldn't do some of those hikes. I was like in my first trimester. Yeah. Um, morning sickness was, you know, like rare in its beastly head. And I honestly, so people said it was in Outlander. I don't remember it being an Outlander. I just, I'm a big, big Rick Steves fan. Um, I'm a big nerd like that. And I love yes. Rick Steves and I want to be his friend and I want to become him in my next life. Um, but so every time we travel, I always have a Rick Steves book for uh-huh. our like travel destination. So in it, he had written about a place called the devil's pulpit and it's yeah. this gorgeous hike, but to get down to it, you actually, it's not like the easiest climb down. And so the last time we went, it was, we went in December, January, it was winter. It was cold, icy snow. And I started to go down and my husband's like, uh, no, yeah, you're pregnant. We're not There's doing like, this. It was yeah. like too dangerous. I would agree with that. that was beautiful. It was, I had to look up where it was in Outlander. I think it said, if I'm trying to remember, I think it's season one when Claire and McDougal, right? McDougal are like talking. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I didn't look any further past that, but you're right. Supposedly it's in Outlander. It is an Outlander. Um, so yeah. But I agree. It was that part was like it was beautiful, but I could only imagine it because it's like a stairway down, but I say stairway light. Like it's basically like rocks that are obviously formed into like stairs. Steps, right. Um with but a if rope icy, that you can hold on to. If it was icy, I don't know if I could have done it. It was a beautiful day. So right. Like, well, and when we went, it was still like wet. There's moss growing on all yeah. of the rocks, which of course adds to the you know, I guess danger yeah. of trying to get down this. Um, yes. but so like that was a must do for me. So that, that was, was a highlight because I couldn't I do agree. it last time, but I got to do it this time. And that was yeah. the one day that we had almost everyone minus yeah. the couple mm-hmm. that blew a tire. Sorry. <laughs> rental rental cars and driving on the other rental side cars, of the road. Driving on the other side of the road. Challenge when traveling. Yeah. Flexibility is key is what my mom would say in that yeah. regards for traveling. We, we definitely had to be flexible and, and do some last minute planning. Um, but the other highlight for me was another thing I couldn't do the last time because I was pregnant and had the morning sickness. Um, we did a three Island tour off of, off from Oban. So we, uh, Oban was our base for that part of the trip. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Isles of um, Mull, Staffa, and Iona. And I had really wanted to do Staffa because they have this beautiful basalt cave uh, with basalt so columns cool. um, yeah. called Fingal's Cave. And I also get motion sickness like to begin with. So then you add morning sickness on top of that. There was like no way you couldn't have did. I could no, have pulled that off. Absolutely last not. Time. Yeah. But this time we were able to do it. And so we got to climb Fingal's cave, which was awesome. And I also think puffins are quite frankly, like the cutest 
birds I've ever seen. And so you could actually climb um, the Isle of Staffa and see a puffin colony. And you get like really You close. can get pre- yeah. decently close. Now, yeah. you know, avian flu is a thing right now. And so you're not supposed to get too close to them. But like, I got some really cool pictures and videos of the puffins. Yeah. Yeah. Which for those that don't know, they're kind of like this weird mix between like, would you say like a toucan and a penguin almost, but like cute. Oh yeah. That right? would be, I was like, I was wondering what two birds you were going to say. Yeah. Right? I would say so. Um, yeah. Super cute. I feel like people should know what puffins are, but if you don't check them out in Scotland. Yeah. I would agree. That was like a lot of fun. I also like also you, you I, picked that Airbnb and that was like it was a gorgeous Airbnb. It had a yes. perfect view. I so obviously our listeners don't know this, but you and some of our close friends know that the last time I was in Scotland and stayed in Oban, I didn't have the most pleasant experience due to our lodging situation. Yes. Um, because our hotel was a little creepy and I was like pretty sure that someone had died in the room and like was worried ghosts were gonna you wake were me up, up for or that haunted tour yeah. yeah so no our that one so what we did to like plan because it was such like a long trip and that were so many of us like it didn't seem fair to like have you or your husband plan the whole thing in regards to like the itinerary getting housing looking up restaurants and activities all that stuff so like we divided and conquered and yeah open was mine and it's like a lot of pressure to find something. And at that point it was like, everybody was there. So we were at like the max amount of people yep. that we were ever going to have of people yep. coming and going. And I really wanted and hopeful to find a place that we could all be together. Cause I think that definitely makes or breaks. Um, like you said, your housing and lodging your vacation. So yeah, this house, I, God, I'm going to, we're going to write up a little bit about our Scotland trip and where we stayed in the activities. And this house was just incredible. It was great. Yeah. It could fit a ton of people comfortably. Everybody had their own bathroom, like you said, um, because it was like, like a, I'm pretty sure uh, it's a bed, bed and breakfast. breakfast it yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's this huge house on top of a hill. So again, really hilly. You're going to like, I joke that like everyone in Scotland must have like the best looking butts because all you're doing is like working your glutes, walking around there. Um, so you do some good walking to get up to this house, but it's totally worth it. Yeah. Um, to oversee everything there. Um, what, so I obviously love everything about Scotland, but considering this was your first time, like what were your favorite parts as a Scotland newbie? I mean, I agree what you, the two places that we went to that you said, I agree with, and I loved, we went to a place, um, in was it poetry the the fairy pools poetry, that was a hike up, up an isle of sky um i'm again not also like a big hiker but that one was like so cool to me and it really wasn't too bad um and it was beautiful so i opted not to be a driver at all on this trip sheena's has been basically chauffeured me around all of scotland for seven days and i could just like sit there and look out the window like yeah it's just so pretty and you had made like a Scottish playlist and so like listening to the music while driving and looking at the scenery I feel like that was really I just enjoy you just like every once in a while you're like holy crap it's just so pretty here and to be fair 
I make a playlist every time my husband and I travel to fit with like the theme of where we're wherever we're going. I think that's like a huge takeaway that I took from this trip was like, hey, why not make a cool playlist? I have a a London playlist. I have a Spain playlist. I have a Hawaii playlist. That is Scotland playlist is really brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, the places you listed, um, again, I just love like walking around. I'm also such like a people watcher, um, that like parking up and just sitting in front of like, or like at a bar or cafe or something like that is just, it's just fun. I just love it. Yeah. Um, and I liked just the pace of things that we went at. Like it wasn't super rushed. I mean, obviously we had things to do, but it was also like chill. Like it was, it was nice. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was a goal back. I do want to go back cause I want to experience Edinburgh, um, and like the city part, but yeah, like driving around, it was just beautiful. So if people don't have it on their bucket list, they should put it on. Yeah. There. And I feel like it's like not a place that everyone thinks of. Like, I think a lot of times people want to go check out Ireland and, and London yeah. and things like that. But, um, if you, I personally feel like if you're, if Scotland's not on your bucket list, it should be. Um, yeah. I think the one thing I didn't realize the last time we had gone, um, but I made everyone do that was in that stayed on Isle of Skye was to check out the beach that had dinosaur footprints. So oh, obviously yeah. people know my, my older son is obsessed with dinosaurs obsessed. and it was like yes, really important obsession. to me yes. to get a picture of the dinosaur footprints to show him. Um, so that was another fun little yeah. kind of unplanned excursion. Cause I don't think I realized that until we were there. I don't think that was originally on our itinerary. No, you didn't have that on yeah. there. Um, but I did find out that that is like a hidden talent of mine is finding dinosaur footprints. Yep. I can't get paid for it. I don't think. Um, but I wish I could. So it's like on this like rocky beach kind of thing. And it just says that there were like X number of footprints made by some dinosaurs that your son obviously knows. Right. Um, he knows, but we can't, we I don't can't know. remember. Or can yeah. we probably pronounce it? No. And so like some of it is like hard to find. Cause you're like, is this a dinosaur footprint? Is this just like a cool rock design? I could find them. Right. I and I think good. it's supposed to be easier to find the footprints at low tide when like some of the water has pulled out from. Are you trying beach, to take but... away from my talent? No, I'm saying I'm like, <laughs> I'm actually saying that you are awesome because oh. it wasn't low tide. <laughs> No, it wasn't. That maybe that was cool. I could have yeah. found more had it been low tide, but it wasn't. So I was relying yeah. on you to find them. Yeah. No, that was that was really cool. I feel like I have a really good picture of of like the dinosaur footprint. Yeah, Neither one of my kids are obsessed. Maybe I'll say yet as much as your son is, but um, maybe one day. He's obsessed. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I had I had a fair amount of anxiety leading up to the trip. Um did you really? I did basically just like of leaving my kids. Uh, I mean, it's like a, yeah, not about traveling. I felt like, okay, we're going with a group that I feel really safe to be with everything that we're doing. Sounds incredible. Um, I knew like once I got literally on the plane, I would be fine. Um, and my kids stayed with my parents and my mom who, and they love my parents love like so much. Yeah. My mom is, um, 
she is a retired preschool teacher. So like the first day she made like a calendar with my daughter of like the activities that they were going to no, do. She didn't. Yeah. Like this day we have swimming this day. My um, cousin was going to go over and play with them this day. She had gymnastics this day. Uh, my mother-in-law was going to visit until they got to like cross it off. So my mom was sending pictures of that and my kids were fine. Right. They are fine. And so was I, once I got on the plane and I feel like this trip was, I, I don't think I realized how much I needed an adult only trip for this long. Yeah. Um, cause even and I like, think we were busy enough that like, at least for me, I, we were busy enough that there wasn't so much downtime that I then totally. like my mind went to how are the kids? Yes. I thought I would have like multiple sessions where I'd be like, Sheena, I need to just like cry with you because I miss my kid so much. Like, what am I doing here? I feel yeah. so guilty. Zero, zero crying about my kids, which was great. <laughs> um, but I think even like, I mean, we were talking about just like the world is a crazy place and your mind and body post baby are so different than what it ever was that even leading up to it, I feel like my like anxiety levels were at a higher level than what yeah. I would want them to be, that this trip felt like a restart, a refresh. Like I came back and even now I like feel so much better. Yeah. Um, how did your parents like having the kids for that long? My mom said she was, and my mom would never tell me if anything was hard. Like she would never She's tell me like on the trip. What did your mom She's tell like, you? That? Do you, I'll let you go first and then I'll tell you what my mother said. Okay. So my mom, my mom would never like on a trip, like send me a message and be like, I'm having a really hard time. Or like the kids are really tough. Like she would never say that until I got home and then tell me the story. She did tell me that she was like a little nervous after the first few days that she was like, I was tired. I was very tired. I was just worried. I wasn't going to have enough energy to keep up with them. And she's like, but then I had help and it was, it was okay. And I think my daughter got up one, one night in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And one night there was like a really bad storm here. So she got up from the thunder. Um, but my mom was like, other than that, like they were good. So they, I mean, I feel like I've, I've tapped out my like parental like my grandparent babysitting for the time being for the time being right yeah for the time being they'll definitely watch Mm. them again but like that was a big that was a big big ask yeah what did your mom say um so my mom and adam's mom tag teamed Uh the kids and my mother-in-law is like the sweetest person you will ever meet i don't mean truly say yes like a nasty word about anyone. No. So she came back and was just saying how tired she was, like kind of emphasizing yeah, what yeah. your mom said. Right. Yeah. Apparently she and my, she, my, I'm, I'm like tripping up on my words. My mom and his mom mm-hmm. made a pact that whoever saw us first was supposed to tell us that they were never going to do it again, <laughs> which again, my, my mother-in-law lives with us for part of the week. Cause she helps watch the kids each week and she can't say anything mean. So she didn't tell us this. She just told us how oh, tired she was. My gosh. Then the following week we went and we always spend the first week of August up at our lake house in Wisconsin for um, my brother-in-law's birthday. 
And my husband and I got there first with the kids. Um, we were like the first family up after my parents and my, actually, I found this out from my sister on the trip, but my mom confirmed it afterwards. She said, never again. For like that long of a time period or like, so I asked, I clarified. So like (laughs) just for that length of time, like never again, or just like for a couple more years till they're a little bit older and like can be a little bit more, a little independent. more independent. Yeah. And she just kept saying never <laughs> again. Oh my God. What did your kids do? Just my, energized it's, boys. It's, she's, it's part of it is they're super high energy. The younger yes. one is a handful. Yeah. And because my mother-in-law spends a good part of each week with us, the kids are really like clingy to her because she's like a third parent. Right. Um, and so they were super clingy to my mother-in-law. And so it was hard for my mom to give her a break because they'd lose their minds. Yes. CG left. Um, yes. Right. So. Oh my yeah, gosh. My, my so mother funny. is, will not like beat around the bush. She will <laughs> tell you how she feels. And oh, she did, my goodness. but I also thought it was funny that like my sister was like, Hey, yeah, she know, heard it. She the, heard the, it too. T- the older one had a meltdown at the fair and the younger ones, you know, like running mom ragged. And <laughs> it's just funny. That's so. so funny. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Oh Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, so I think they will, it's just, they, they for yeah. sure need some time to like yes. re-energize, yeah. um, the younger one for sure. I think when he's a little bit older, maybe I'm crossing my fingers, hoping he'll be a little bit easier to manage, but he is, he's just, um, he's a, a diff, he's yeah. a different personality than yeah. the older one. Right. Right. And that's great. So will serve him well in the future. So I, I think that just right? means yeah. that our next international trip, the kids are going to have to come with. So <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll figure it out. Well, it's no, they're, they they're say... coming with on the next one for oh, sure. Oh, but... that, yeah. But I thought you meant like with us as friends. Ah, uh, yes. No, no. Oh, I no, for no. sure will continue to do adults yes. only. I don't yes. care if I have to find multiple sitters. So I feel like as parents, as like, just being able to find time to take a vacation of any kind. And I, you know, the saying is like, it takes a village yeah. to raise a child. And it truly does. If there's someone that like you can and feel comfortable having your kids with for a night, a few nights, 10 days. It doesn't have to be a 10 day European no, vacation. No, it does not. But... but it's just incredible how you realize, like even just like connecting with your significant other, like having time to do that really does says you're good yeah. and is it is needed. So, I mean, we're excited to get back up and running and get on our schedule here since summer is, I can't believe it. Like over, like over. your, your yeah. students are starting in like two my days. students start in a couple of days. We're recording I mean, I can't this on it. a Tuesday. They start on Thursday and then yeah. the older one starts his new school um, for pre-K next week. So yeah, mine start in two weeks. So we'll be sharing our experiences about like school. I'm on a board this year for my daughter's school. Ooh, so good I'll be sharing for you. I needed something. I got I somehow got on a volunteer time. list. I don't have time yeah. to volunteer for them, but I whatever. Don't. That's good for you. You have to get involved. It, it'll not be good helpful. for me. I don't Why? know how I got on the list. You volunteered. I, you know, you clicked a button and said, probably, I'll be there. I yeah. probably clicked the button. And you know why I clicked the button? Because I don't read everything. There Just like go. I don't always listen to things 
There don't listen go. to people. Well, one of these days I will. Now's the time yeah. to listen and read. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think we'll be chatting up a little bit about some nice schedule changes. You're bound to see some more behaviors pop up from kids as that shifts and they're starting a new school year, new expectations, yeah. just new routines. Um, so yeah, we're just excited to get back on uh, in a groove here. Get back on our schedule as well. So. Exactly. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all of the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at underscore and then we had kids. Thanks again. And like we say, life used to be carefree. And then we had kids.